0: Look forward to retirement and avoid the pitfalls. Keep listening for ways to maximize your retirement income. More than money with the Popovich Carmelli Advisory Group, CIBC Woodgundy, on News Talk 770. Lifestyle matters. It's more than money.
1: I'm Faisal Carmelli, my co-host here, Dave Popovich. How are you doing, buddy? Faisal, I'm doing well. How about you? I'm doing well. It's, um, it's getting closer and closer to Christmas. Yep. Um... I've been told by many of uh, of uh, retailers,
0: get your orders in sooner. Right. Uh, supply chain is a problem. Supply chain is a problem, right? So, you don't want to get to the twenty fourth like I usually do my shopping, and there's zero on the shelves. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And
1: then that's that's going to be and our clients that we've been talking to have been talking about this like you know, I got to spend some money on Christmas. I'm going to buy some stuff for mm-hmm. my family. There's some family members I haven't seen in a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, I might have to do some shopping earlier. Yeah, Very interesting situation that we're in right now.
0: Well, and, and you know, it's, it's interesting from an investment perspective, we're, we're talking about things like supply chain and inflation and, and those kinds of things. But it, it affects us on a day-to-day basis, right? Yes, we talk about these topics as though they're esoteric and they're just affecting financial markets. No, 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 they affect us, right? It might affect your Christmas shopping, right? Not only in terms of, can I get it? But how much is it going to cost? Yeah. So here's what came out this week.
1: Many of the retailers are switching their options from going on freight to now going cargo in the air. So Levi Strauss, Nike, um, uh, Goose, uh, a whole bunch of Lululemon, all these different retailers are saying, we're going to now ship by air. Right. And that is triple the cost. Yeah, Yeah. Just so that we can get it in time. Right. Because the average shipment... From door to door, meaning from port to port, yes. from China to North America or from Asia from to North America, 73 days is the average. Right. So let's for uh, you know fast forward 73 days from today. Right. Uh-oh. <laughs> right. Uh-oh. Right. You got a so, problem. So start buying, right? So that's one pressure. Then our, oh, we're hearing more and more people are going to the grocery store and saying, uh-oh, prices are going up there too. Then they're going to the restaurant saying, uh-oh, the prices are going up. We have less people that are willing to... Work there, so they don't want the services down. That's right. And in some cases, some cases these uh, these companies had a very interesting thing. I've called it shrinkflation. Go to go to a, let's say your your convenience store. You're buying a chocolate bar. Smaller. Looks like it's a large chocolate bar. Yep. It's all wrapping, no chocolate. Yep. <laughs> you know? Yep. Shrinkflation. Same right. price. Yep.
0: Yep. But well, less chocolate. Absolutely. So there's a number of real life implications of what we're talking about, but it does have implications also. In the in the financial markets, Absolutely. right? Absolutely. So it, it's been an it's been an interesting evolution. We've got central banks that are still, f- for the most part, talking about inflation as transitory, although I'd say they're indicating it's being a little bit more persistent than what they've thought. Yeah. Right. We you and I had this conversation about what transitory and short term means, right? We kick this language around, or it gets thrown out there. Yeah. And sometimes people think that, well, that's a week or a month or two months. Yeah, it's not Amazon Prime short-term. Right, right. So transitory or short-term could mean 12 to 24 months as it bleeds out. Absolutely. Right? You can't turn that big of a ship, the global economy, that quickly. And so I think people's expectations, and in fairness, maybe the central bank expectations, are starting to adjust to what the time frame looks like.
1: Even it's affecting the government. Mm -hmm. And so to give you an example... If I remember correctly, um, Social Security in the United States just talked about their increase in payment to Social Security beneficiaries right. or recipients. It's up now six percent year over year. Hmm. So now people are receiving more money in their Social Security. Keep in mind that um, old age security yep. has an inflation piece to it. Yep. Okay, that might get it. That might be an uptick in that number. Okay, well that means there's more expense because old age security is not a pension. That's right. It's a social security benefit from right. the general revenue of the of the government. That's right. That means expenses are going to go up as well for the government on top of the other parts of their business that they run.
0: As don't say the T word, don't say it. <laughs> don't say taxes. Well, it's coming. Dave, it's <laughs> yeah, coming. We've talked
1: about this. Yeah. And we've we, you know, it's and, and what people don't realize is that they think it's about it's a it's a rich person's problem. And then you can define what right. rich is. Right. Everybody thinks that they're not the rich one, somebody else is richer which may be true, yep. but it's coming to the average individual, especially the ones who are transitioning to a living in retirement. That's right. Because you have those specific costs. Your housing expense, your traveling expense, your hobbies are probably the most um, vulnerable to inflation. Right. Most people in the retirement category are not buying the same technology that they bought two years ago. Mm-hmm. Because technology has gone down. An iPhone 10 is cheaper than it was when it first came out. Right. But if you want a brand new iPhone, most people in the 55-plus crowd don't flip phones right. every year. Correct. They don't change their cars every three years. Right. So that's, a, that's not as much of an impact. So when you look at what the retirement inflation is higher.
0: Yeah, and it's, and it's different for sure. It's different from what the headline inflation is that people talk or sorry that we report on Correct. right from a financial markets perspective. Um, energy's become a bit of a challenge oh my recently, God. right? You're seeing natural gas prices spiking. We've seen um, c- countries like China having to go back to coal. Coal prices are spiking we've seen oil prices moving up, right? We and if we have a if we have a long cold winter, that could be exacerbated. What I found interesting
1: this week as well when it comes to energy is that the whole conversation about um, uh, responsible investing and investing in companies that, that do not emit too much emissions and so forth, um, or ESG is what yep. they call it, yep. um, nuclear power was one that's going to be bantered around saying that should be put into the ESG basket. Right. What? Right. When did nuclear power become environmentally friendly?
0: No carbon emissions. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah. That's it, you know. Well, but that's the interesting point, right? Is what do we consider friendly and not friendly? And then when when we have an energy crisis, when factories have to close down in China because they can't get the input that they need—the yeah. natural gas or oil, whatever it is—right, it's an immediate reversion back. And it's not only
1: can if they can't get it, it's too expensive. It's too to expensive have it, to have. That's right.
0: One or the other, right. and they shut it down. Right.
1: And then now that's an impact to the entire world. At some point, this is going to impact, if it continues the way it is, it's going to impact the entire world in a different way.
0: Sure. And, and we're not saying don't be environmentally friendly. There is clearly a movement towards um, uh, sustainable energy. right? But have you seen the, the numbers in terms of the investment that has to be made in order to get the reliable source of energy that we're going to require as a global economy It is, you know, you can't spend that much money and build that much infrastructure in a short period of time. Correct. So this transition period is going to be very critical, and it might be fraught with these kinds of lumps and bumps from an energy perspective. Correct. So be prepared for
1: transitory type of inflation to be two years out. Right. Possible. Yeah, absolutely. That's the big learning curve that happened in the markets this week is people getting their head around inflation. Things are changing. Uh, You know, the markets are moving because of it, but inflation is impacting a whole bunch of things, what, what becomes more challenging in times like this is access to, um, to services that you may need, yeah. right? And so today on our show, we've got a great show coming up. We've got uh, a company that's going to help you with, as you go through retirement, right. making it easier for you to fix things in your home, repair things, maintenance, which becomes harder to find and harder to do. Yep. That's going to help as well. And then, hey, the borders are open now. People get to travel to the United
0: States how do you do that? What should you be aware of, right? What about if you're aging? What do you What do you need from an insurance perspective to protect? It's, just, it's a more complicated issue today than it was, and I know people are excited to get back to it, so we're going to talk about that. What do you need to be aware of as these borders reopen? Listen, you know, but probably other people don't know. I'm going to disclose something very embarrassing about myself here, Uh-oh. that one of my nicknames is Do It Again Dave, <laughs> right? So I'm the least handy guy in the world, as my wife loves to point out, and it is not a good idea that I try to do home repairs and so on and so forth.
1: See, what I found there is that your wife is the most understanding woman in the world because she says, do it again, Dave. My, my, would say, just don't even go near me. Yeah. Just get, get away from me because you can't do any of this stuff. She's already called outsourcing. She's already called Rumi. Yeah,
0: that's you know, right. Yeah. So that's what
1: she's done. That's so, right. There's a
0: service needed for guys
1: like Maddie, you and me. You're yeah. one of the most amazing women to make him do it again. That's fantastic. Patience.
0: That's patience. <laughs> all right. So you and I both need a solution. And listen, it's not going to get any easier for us, right? So as we get older, clearly what we find uh, as there's an older demographic, sometimes you have to make some modifications to your home uh, in order to make it more accessible, easier to get around and so yep. on and so forth. But how do you do all of that, right? Because it can be it can be a scary and a bit of a daunting task to try to call around and interview different people and you know figure out who's legit and who might not be legit. Lots of problems there. Yeah,
1: it's it's more than just the, the searching or for the outsourcing. Right. It's It goes to now you're the project manager. Right. Now you have to handle all the details, and a lot of people just can't do all those activities at the same time yeah. or choose not to. Yeah, And that's right. so that's where these types of services have come out, and I'm glad we get a chance to educate about these types, of, these types of opportunities. 100%.
0: So we're joined by Brendan Graham, who's a home care expert with Rumi. Brendan, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. All right, man, that was a layup in terms of, uh, of, of uh, uh, you know, what, what Rumi does. So why don't we start there? Because I'd love you just to sort of leapfrog on what we've said there and, and tie what Rumi is all about, the company's all about.
2: No, you hit it on the nail head. You know? um, as we all continue to age, where do we turn? to find all this. And this is what Rumi has the solution for, right? Uh, So Rumi is the latest brand from Atco Energy. So we provide reliable service and trustworthy advice from high quality products and services so that you don't have to take the worry about where do I go to find a plumber or electrician? So we have everything from landscaping to roofers to everything inside your home that could be broken, we could potentially fix for you. Um, we're all about homeowner happiness, and that's the key to this. We want to get that to-do list done so that your spouse doesn't have to worry about it as much as you.
0: Okay, I like that idea. If my wife likes me more and hates me less for the things I screw up in the house, that's a positive Thing.
1: Yeah, and not have to be do it again, Dave. <laughs> no, yeah, well, I'll,
0: st- I'll have that handle
1: forever. Just get for it sure. done, Dave.
0: How about that? Just get it done, Dave. Okay, okay, <laughs> that's very positive thinking. Let's talk a little bit about some of the biggest challenges um, that seniors face. Uh, that that you guys are starting to see requests for as people age. What what kinds of things can you say uh, to people that they should be anticipating? Yeah, the the
2: biggest thing uh, for seniors is always aging in place. What happens as we get older and and that we don't know about what is just broken or about to break? So as seniors get older, what happens to that yard work? They got to lift a wheelbarrow, shovel the snow. There's things that we can take care of. Maybe climb a ladder as we age. We shouldn't be using ladders, right? Shouldn't be getting on top of that roof so we can help. Um, fix those unknown things before they start to break um, and especially with sen- seniors living in larger homes the bigger home is the more things can go wrong uh, and the more maintenance and care that you should be on top of that so not only does it give you that peace of mind that everything is now okay you don't have to worry about the unknown but also um, that you can always call Rumi and we're always here to help you
1: so, you know. so Brendan, let go, let's go about the one thing that people will ask about this service. All the all the um, experts that are coming into, let's say my home from Rumi, are they're not Rumi employees. You've, you've kind of coordinated with other businesses and have them. you're kind of like the air traffic controller of all <laughs> this. Is that, is that a fair assessment? <laughs>
2: I, I like that. Yeah, we, we navigate and ensure that all these contractors that are coming into your home, uh, they're vetted by ACO. they meet our high standards. They are on the same level as the ACCO values and uh, that we put in and instill in the community. So when we partner with somebody, we make sure they have insurance. Are they bonded? Do they um, Are they going to show up on time? Are they going to provide that quality of service that ACO has always delivered throughout Alberta into your home? So you don't have to worry about, is this person going to finish half the job and then be gone afterwards? Uh, any troubles, anything to do with that, you're just dealing with Rumi.
1: And, and as a follow-up to this, two questions all in one, I guess, is do you have to be an Atko customer to, to get roomy? Number one, number two, what's the cost?
2: No, so this is uh, designed for anybody. So inside Calgary and Edmonton and surrounding areas is where we are right now. Um, yeah, any Albertan, whether you're Atko customer or not. And the cost, uh, essentially, it's it's free. There's no cost. It just depends on what you need to, to be fixed. Um the cost is associated with your type of repair, so it's not like a uh, subscription or a buy in fee or a Costco if you will uh, there
0: is none of that so and just as a follow up because there's lots of people we talk to and deal with that are also business owners that you know are are will be transitioning into retirement yeah. either selling or transitioning their business whatever they might be doing is this just a personal service uh, Brendan or or does it extend to business owners as well
2: uh, it, it does slightly extend into business. Um, Primarily for solar, like EV chargers and that type of stuff. Uh, right now, we are focusing on the residential market to start build this base. Uh, and as we continue to expand, we're going to be offering more business services as well.
1: So okay. winter is coming, Dave. Yep. And um, as the weather changes, um, a lot of things are identified in a person's home yep. that needs to needs to be fixed and so forth. So Brenda, why don't you give us some ideas of what's happening as we enter into the winter season? What should we be aware of? What should we uh, get prepared on our on our to-do list? What should we get tell Dave to do it again? Cause he's probably gonna <laughs> screw it up the first time. What's out there?
2: Well, the, the number one thing that I recommend for individuals is to uh, have your service uh, tuned up before winter time, before it gets too cold that the, the furnace is working overtime and then that's when it's gonna break. So now is the perfect time. Tune that up. You don't have to worry about it all winter long. Uh, Next thing, turning off your exterior hose bibs, turn them off so your pipes don't freeze. uh, And then you don't have to worry about any water leaking inside there. For those of us that do have air conditioner, uh, putting that cover on the air conditioner, turning off the breaker, fully winterizing it is the next biggest thing. And then just cleaning your east troughs. Uh, Once the snow hits, it's got to melt somewhere during one of our Chinooks and you want to make sure that it's going down your downspouts and discharging away from your house so that you don't have a flooded basement.
0: Water. I've learned... I built a house a couple of years ago. It was the first experience with that, and I learned that water is the number one issue that you have got to figure out where it's going, how <laughs> to keep it away from the house, how to handle it. Oh, my goodness. Think about,
1: um, let's say, my dad. Yep. My dad lives at home alone on the other end of the city. And as he's aging, because he's been the do-it-yourself kind of guy. Sure. He's, he's fixed everything. Yep. Sometimes he gets it right. Um, <laughs> and And so... Um, as uh, as his son and the only one of two siblings that are living in the city. Um, how does it work, Brendan, for someone like myself that's worried about their parent, all the services mm. they may need? I want to mm. take as much of the burden off my father, who still thinks, by the way, he's 30 years of age yep. and he can shovel snow yep. in minus 42 TV weather. Yep. Um, dad, stop that crap, please. Um, but, but how, do, how, how do I use like a service like Rumi to help my dad? Cause that, that makes me feel better.
2: no, yeah, no, certainly. And I, I recommend like your dad just gives us a call whenever he needs something that is repaired, but also when there's the unknown, we have a service called ask a home inspector. It's a free 15 minute phone call or video call with myself and other home inspectors that you can say, Hey, Brendan, what's this water stain on my ceiling? I can tell you what it is. Uh, where it's coming from and then is this something that you can fix yourself or do we have to send out our plumber or roofer whatever it might be so to take that unknown away from your dad uh, and and the pressure off yourself and put the pressure onto Rumi to really shine to show these services and also we have this other service that we just launched called uh, a home maintenance inspection think of it as a home inspection when you purchase a home except for it's designed for everyday homeowners. So you want to make sure that your home is going to be safe for the next, uh, the rest of your life that you're going to live inside this for seniors. Uh, let us do a home maintenance inspection, prioritize that list for
0: you. Uh, and then if you need anything repaired, we're, we're here to take care of you. Yeah, you know, I think that's um, such a uh, such a cool service because often you don't know. Right, you don't even know what you don't know, yeah. right? So if you can, which is my problem. Yeah, well, me too. Like, uh, okay, I got a problem. I don't even know where the problem stems from, yeah. and then it's usually me that's the right. problem. But then, yeah, absolutely, yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> or the kids have done something like jammed it, you know, something in uh, the the the. the The sandwich into something that they shouldn't have done. Anyways, I think this has been fantastic. I don't think we're done with this particular conversation. Uh, Brendan, I think you've done a great job of sort of raising some awareness around some of the services that are available uh, to get people pointed in the right direction. And thank you for that. We appreciate it.
2: Great. Thank you very much for having me here. I appreciate the conversation and uh, let's have another one. Let's get right
1: into travel. The borders have opened. Yeah, it's it's with all the changes that have happened. Mm-hmm. Now we just got notification about a vaccine passport that's internationally gonna be recognized, we hope. We've got the borders open down south where we can now have a lot of our clients wanted to drive over the border. Mm-hmm. We've had many conversations mm-hmm. yep. and they weren't able to do that because they wanna bring their stuff, they wanna bring their dog, stuff like that that they can't they don't wanna do on a on a plane, so they wanna take their vehicle. So now this has opened up. Now comes the other questions about uh oh what what do I have to be aware of now? Right. What are some of the concerns? So let's let's bring in some experts on this one for sure. Okay,
0: so we've got Pamela Kwiatkowski joining us. She's a Canadian US travel expert with goose insurance. Pamela, welcome to the show.
3: It's great to be here this morning and uh, nice to meet you both, Faisal and David.
0: So let's start right right at the top here, Pamela. What do people need to know if the borders reopening if they're gonna be traveling, say, between Canada and the US?
3: Well there's a lot to there's a lot to digest for consumers to be sure. I think the great news is is that not only are the borders opening but also the Canadian government advisory has been lifted which has been on for over 20 months. So it is it's we're feeling a sigh of relief. However, uh, travel always has had its uh, challenges in terms of being prepared and now it's even more so. So I think the first thing that people need to be aware of is number one the need for travel insurance and that has always been the case since the since the late 80s early 90s provincial ministries of health do not provide coverage to Canadians when they travel outside of Canada. The cost of health care whether you're in the US which is up to ten thousand dollars or more per day or whether you're traveling internationally is really high. Medical expenses and, and COVID has even exacerbated that. So our cost of healthcare globally is on the rise and so it's really important that Canadians purchase travel insurance, but most importantly and particularly for snowbirds that they buy the right coverage. And there's a lot to a lot to think about and a lot to consider when you're buying travel insurance.
1: So Pamela, since you're on that topic about insurance and snowbirds, are I'll call two different types of snowbirds. One that stay the entire see you in November, come back in April yeah. kind of uh, group. And there's ones who frequent, but go there for a month, come back, go there and come back, or whatever it may be. We also have a large viewer and listenership of the show that have called to talk to us and said, you know, I'm, I'm aging, my health is not the same, I'm concerned about the type of insurance as I travel. At some point, it's just not going to be worth going down there because I'm not covered. Can you kind of share with us some of the, or or maybe debunk some of those myths that are out there about uh, insurance, and as you are aging, when is the target time to say, you know what, Beth, this might be really expensive for you, and walk away from this?
3: Well, I think it's different for everybody depending on their, their capacity to afford it. I think there's a couple things that uh, seniors specifically, and there's a lot to talk about travel insurance whether it's seniors or not. There's, and you mentioned two types of travelers and we'll focus on those. There's a few more, but for today, uh, there are those snowbirds who go for the full length of time. They leave in November, they come back when the weather gets better, and that is a, you know, that can be very expensive, but that's a single trip coverage. What seniors need to be and snowbirds need to be aware of, first and foremost, is that every province has a requirement of how many days you need to be physically present in your home country, in your home province. So, making sure that you're within that time period, if you're a, a snowbird, and then you also travel at other times of the year, you want to make sure you don't exceed that, so that you don't lose your eligibility for provincial health care. The next is, what if I have a pre-existing condition? And it's really important if you're going for a long period of time, or any time, but specifically if you're going for a long period of time, see your doctor. Um, Because what you may think is not a pre-existing condition, your insurer may think it is. So when we think of that, we think of uh, chronic diseases such as diabetes, cardiovascular, uh, uh, respiratory like COPD, making sure that those conditions are stable and understanding those stability clauses in the insurance contract. Uh, What does stable mean? Well, it means you haven't had treatment unless it's regular treatment and you haven't had a change in dosage or usage of the medication. Even if it goes down, that's still considered a change. So really making sure that your status of your health before you go. Also have a policy that provides you with adequate um, emergency evacuation coverage because what happens if you do have that that critical illness or critical disease and you're hospitalized? How are you going to get home? Does your policy cover for that? Does your policy pay the provider directly? Can your policy be extended? So to add insult to injury, we now have COVID, right? And the older you are, the more you tend to things start to break down <laughs> and you're more vulnerable for COVID. Even if you have been double vaccinated, you still need to be really careful and follow all the protocol where your masks were needed. Uh, But also ensure that what happens if you do get COVID and you can't come home when you scheduled and you have to stay an extra 14 days to quarantine. Making sure that your insurance policy will cover those additional meals and accommodation expenses because they can add up. So there's a lot to think about. So first and foremost, make sure you understand if you do have a pre-existing condition. Talk to your doctor make sure that you understand the stability clauses and if you aren't stable or you are, don't qualify as stable with the in, in, in terms of the insurance contract, find a policy that will cover you. Uh, and again, they, there will be a time, you know, policies can be expensive, but you have to compare it to the risk reward. One day in the hospital in the US, and that's where most snowbirds go, uh, can be up to $10,000. If your premium is $5,000, it's still less than one day in the hospital. So you really have to look at your own budget and say how important is this to me and there is a time where you may have a chronic illness that just is not going to be stable and it's too risky to go across the border and that's unfortunate but there are lots of options out there but it is it's it's a, it's a big topic for us to be talking about today uh, and a lot to think about for sure
1: Pamela we have about, uh, about a couple of minutes left before we have to go to commercial break um, the, the, one of the biggest challenges that uh, people have talked about when it comes to travel insurance is finding it and what I mean by that is they're shopping around they're going website to website yeah. they're calling location to location and they don't know all about the small print they don't know all about all the exclusions and inclusions right. and all the all the riders and all the different things that can happen in an insurance contract how would you recommend or give advice to our, our our audience today about how do you actually shop for the right travel insurance that you need
3: Wow, that's a that's a loaded question. Of course, I'm a little biased because uh, goose insurance is a provider of travel insurance, and one of the things that we try to do is make sure that the consumer is informed in a very easy to understand and easy to digest way through our mobile app. Uh, we also have agents that are available for our customers to speak to to discuss their situation and their you know and if they do have a pre-existing condition to provide them with options. So I think speaking to an expert, Uh, is really important if you do have conditions if you're a cross-border traveler like me I live 500 meters from the border and I'm going back and forth and I'm healthy to self-serve and buy within a mobile application is the easiest right for that type of consumer but if you do have uh, a pre-existing condition regardless of age it's really important to talk to an agent directly and to be completely truthful Uh, that's a message that I want all your listeners to, to adhere to is it's better to be completely transparent up front than to have a claim and then be reeling it back. And I've, I've been in the business for 30 years and sadly have seen where uh, consumers think it's not important to disclose certain things, but then they have a claim and, uh, you know, and that, that, that doesn't work well for the insurance industry and it doesn't work well for the traveler as well. So really be truthful and completely transparent with, it, with your conditions and where you're going. And also really important to, if you're traveling, understand what those entry requirements are of that country. Some countries make it mandatory that you have travel insurance. I know we are highly focused on going to the US, but Canadians more and more are traveling to other countries uh, to making sure that you have know their entry requirements. And also, just to, to add in, if you're a, an adventure traveler or you're doing sports, to make sure your policy covers you. I mean, we could talk for a long time on this topic, but for the snowboard specifically, it's be transparent, ask questions, talk to your doctor, be vaccinated, and even though you are vaccinated, to follow the proper protocol as it relates to protecting yourself.
1: I'd like to add one more thing, is that (laughs) when you're using an insurance provider, make sure that they are also having multiple insurance companies that they can work with. There are many of them that will just provide themselves as the only option. There may be other options out there, and if you've got a company that can I'll use the word broker. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Out there, it would would be Goose is one of them, correct? You you, you have multiple insurance companies working.
3: We are are a broker. Yeah, and I think what we do is if if we can't provide them with a solution through us, we will direct them to the right solution. And I think that's really important is that we equip our team that if we just don't have the product fit for the client, to recommend where they can find it. And that's sometimes hard for distribution to say, hey, I can't, but to be that resource for that consumer. And that's what we aim to do is always have some solution. But again, sometimes the solution is if you are critically ill or you do have certain conditions, the solution is to to wait until you are stable before you go.
0: Pamela, thank you very much. I think you correctly identified this is a big topic. Uh, We have scratched the surface. Please engage a professional if you are traveling, particularly as you get older and particularly as you start to get some medical conditions along the way. So thank you very much for joining us today.
3: Thanks so much, have a great day.
0: Um, Faisal, here's a question for you. Okay. Uh, Should should people be prepared uh, to talk to their advisors, their financial advisors, about personal issues? And if so, why?
3: Ooh.
1: So, yes and no, is what comes to my mind right away. Okay, Now, I'm biased. Being, being uh, in the role that what we do for living with our clients, I want our clients to talk to us about what, what's going on in their lives, including family issues. I honestly think that every family issue or any issue you have personally has a rippling effect to your retirement, to your portfolio, to your savings, to
0: your money, to your wealth. Wealth. Thank you. That's exactly right. To your wealth, right? Right.
1: It may not be directly to what stocks and bonds you put in your portfolio, Correct. right? Like, I'm not getting along with my child, so my portfolio will change. Not necessarily true, yep. but it will impact other parts
0: of your wealth, right? potentially. It will. And this, this comes back to the four buckets that we talk about. Correct. Right? And so, so we consider wealth to consist of not just financial assets, which are either income producing or growth assets for you, but we consider health to be part of your total wealth. Correct. Right? And we consider legacy. To be part of your total wealth, and again, some of that might have to be with the transition of wealth to the next generation or multiple generations. It could be charitable, or it could simply just be making sure you've organized your affairs in a way that your children, um, you know, you're not going to become a burdening your children with a with a lifestyle or healthcare issue that you face as you get older, right? So there's all kinds of complexity as soon as you start thinking about wealth beyond just financial assets. So let's go
1: down the path of a personal issue and let me give an example. We had a client that came to, to us, uh, spoke to me this week saying that they have a potentially severe health issue. Mm-hmm. So that's a personal issue. Mm-hmm. In their mind, it was just a conversation. Like they weren't, right. they were, it wasn't, that wasn't the reason they called. We just had a chat about other things. They go, you know what, Faisal, I might be, it, it might be pretty bad. It might be cancer. That's all they wanted to talk about. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, let's take a step back. What's the impact? How are you feeling? What's the emotional side to things? Because mm-hmm. that was the reason why he had a different view on his portfolio. Well, sure. Okay, So that's number one. Absolutely, we see that all the time. Health right. issue, yeah. potentially catastrophic, Right. will make you look at your money in a different way. Because yeah. you're looking through a different lens. Number two, what are your biggest concerns? Right. So, now you you talk about this with me quite a bit. Let's go to the dark place, Faisal. Right. Let's go all to the dark place and let's talk about what the worst case scenario that could happen. Right. And that's where this gentleman went through. Right. Okay, I'm worried that you know my will's not set up. I'm worried that my kids are not going to you know get along with because of this and all this other stuff come, came out. Well, now let's talk about strategy. Right. How do we actually take care of this? If we can handle the dark place.
0: Everything else is easy. Yeah, and, and it's really interesting because you, you said there's there's often a linkage, right, when certainly a health issue, and, and I had um, a legacy issue, which I'll talk about in a minute this past week, but a health yep. issue will create a very emotional reaction in people. And we all, we're all we all going to face them as we get older, right, yep. um, to whatever degree that's going to be. And that emotional reaction can lead to um, bad results if, if we don't identify that that's the source of, of the concern for people, right? Um, Because ultimately in retirement, what I think people want is peace of mind. And you will achieve peace of mind, obviously, by going down different paths um, at different points of of time in your life. right? And so this issue of, of personal, of lifestyle, right? We have segmented for so long as an industry this idea of money management, Independent, siloed from anything else in anybody's life. It's just about the portfolio. It makes no sense. Now I get it. um, You know, as as the industry's evolved, or as people get a little bit older, maybe it was just about growth—that singular, simple goal when you were thirty or forty years old. It is certainly not that when you get a little bit older. But
1: here's the problem in our industry: there are when we use the word financial advisor, investment advisor, portfolio manager; these are all titles. And they, they talk about a silo thing. Right. I'm just going to talk about your financial situation. I'm a financial advisor. I'm an investment advisor. We're going to talk about your investments. Portfolio, man. We're just going to talk about your portfolio. What, what individuals have to now realize is that when you hire a professional, financial advisor, investment advisor, uh, portfolio manager, you need to kind of dig into what are all the services and what, what's their skill set. Right. Are you hiring them just to manage money full stop? Right. Cuz if that's the case, hey, then you got to figure out the rest. You got to go to somebody else if you and and figure out if there is a health issue. If there is a personal issue going on and who do you talk to and how do you coordinate all the other issues that come up? But you and I have titles of portfolio manager. But we're more than just portfolio managers.
0: Well, let me ask you, what do you spend most of your day doing with clients?
1: Which is really interesting. We talked about this on Friday. I spend more of my time with our clients about what's going on in their lives, right. what is the impact to them, how are they feeling about it, especially through this pandemic, Right, and that is the biggest amount of time I spend with them, the portfolio, they just want an overview of what's going on, we disclose a lot to our clients, we tell them what the heck's going on anyways, but it's all about what's happening in their lives.
0: Yeah, yeah. and, and, and so I'll just, I know we're running, at a, we're running short of time, but to your point, um, a really, I think, a really important conversation I had this week with the client was about a change in their family dynamic that affected, effectively, the giving, the will, how money was being distributed, not just during his lifetime, they mm-hmm. were gifting in their lifetime, but also what was going to happen at the end of life, mm-hmm. right, the transition, and that that conversation extended beyond just mom and dad to the executor of the will as well, wow. so that we can properly prepare a strategy to make sure that mom and dad's wishes of, of gifting are still intact without creating legal problems later for the executor, the person that's going to have to distribute this. Which
1: requires you to have that coordination with legal representation. So you're talking to lawyers, you're talking to the client, you're, you're quarterbacking this stuff. Yeah. Which is not <laughs> what a portfolio manager does. Right. When More. you turn on the, the, the channels on TV that are those business news channels, and you talk to portfolio managers, they're not talking about this stuff.
0: They're right. talking about why I bought the stock and why I sold the stock, and that's it. Right. And, and that's Faisal. It's important. I don't want to downplay that um, and give people the wrong idea. You need a strong foundation of financial management, right? Um, but there are ways to communicate that that are more effective than just on a one-on-one. Like what I like to do, what I'm passionate about when I meet with clients is to talk to them about the family and the lifestyle and the journey that they're on and the outcomes that they want and what creates the peace of mind, what's creating the stress. That's where we can tie all of those pieces together. So I don't want to discount the fact that you have to be a solid money management. You yep. have to have good understanding of tax and tax structure, and all of those things. Those are table stakes, right? The real value, I think, in for people is that <clears throat> is that conversation that brings all those pieces together.
1: Absolutely, and so I, I had a conversation with, with an individual who's really impacted with this pandemic. Right. And, and he is, um, it, it's spilt over into the family, and the family is now having a lot of arguments, fights. Um, they feel, well, he feels, um, I'm not gonna use the word claustrophobic, because he feels like he can't just get out and do whatever he wants to right. do. And, I, and I, I can share some of that, expect, uh, that feeling too, because we can't just get up and travel right. or do whatever the heck we want. We have to be, have certain, you know, to be, be careful what's out there, but that's restrictive and that's caused problems in the home between the spouses. Yes. And now it's a conversation of, well, we went to the dark place. What if we get divorced, Faisal? Right. What? You went from, you guys are having a problem with this pandemic to you're going to go and get divorced? Yeah. You know how many divorces are going on right now? Tons. Yeah, no, tons. Tons.
0: Or people leaving their jobs, right? They're done. They're fed up. They're emotionally exhausted. I quit. I quit. I'm done. Right. Lots of that.
1: Very few will meet with a financial professional who specializes in retirement before that. They'll make the decision and then they'll go, okay, now I've got to figure this out. Yeah. Right? There's a lot of people on stress leave. This is a very challenging time. So when you are... um, I guess the moral of this conversation is when you are going through any type of issue that you may think is not financial, if you're including your financial, your retirement specialist involved in that, that's where you can look at the bigger picture, get the strategy in place, so that if it does go down the dark place or not, you've got all those different scenarios covered, and you've got strategy and, of course, discipline to reach those no matter what.
0: Absolutely. And if peace of mind is the goal. If peace of mind is the goal, you cannot have your wealth in a silo separate from your entire life. It just, it doesn't work. It makes no sense.
1: And so we're gonna talk about how do you actually look at the four biggest challenges in retirement and how you bulletproof that retirement at our next seminar on Tuesday, November the 16th, 7pm live online. You need to register for this. So go to morethanmoneyradio.com.
0: Well, thank you for joining us for another edition of More Than Money on 770 CHQR. On behalf of Faisal and myself, Dave, we look forward to chatting with you next
4: week.